Bruce, we may have a telephone caller who's looking to join the uh, the conversation uh, as we wrap up this hour of the show today. You're on the air. Your name and where you're calling from. Hello, Sermon in studio with us. Oh, wait. Let me turn to my radio. Yeah, that, that might be. Uh, in fact, I can hear the delay now. Yeah, I actually turned it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I have a question. I, I work for a, a horrible company that I'm going to be leaving soon, and I've only been there for about two years. And I had a start in the 401k thing, like, immediately. What, what do I do with it? I would just roll that over into an IRA. Such a small amount of money. I mean, what if I just said, close this puppy out and... I wouldn't do it. What are, what are the penalties? What happens? Well, if you're under 59 and a half, then you've got the 10% early withdrawal penalty, 20% uh -huh. in terms of a federal tax. You don't need to be giving any more to the local governments. Yeah, well, what, what would you think about uh, Mike Balls? Fuck, 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 fuck. What the heck is going on? Well, I think the key is <sighs> to go ahead. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are and God bless them for that. Here we go. Here we go. I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. Buddy, one more time in yes, sir. our regular format for the year. Feels good. Feels good. We're here. You know how we're here. You know how you know it's all new. It smells like a bunch of farts got in a fight. That's right. Back in the FWB Worldwide Headquarters. All the, the people are cleaning out their desks for the year. They're taking home all their stuff that they don't want to leave here over holiday break. It's a special I'm not clearing time. Clearing mine out until no one else is in the building. I don't want you guys to be accessories. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we will. I'm, I'm waiting to empty the rubber dick drawer. Um, that one's gonna wait until everybody's gone. Uh, I'm going to uh, the weather alert drawer. It's gonna stay full. Oh, obviously. Yeah. We always need a good weather alert. Oh, we, and we're going to get one. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm with you. I'm like, I feel like if people are watching me empty out my desk, then uh, they're going to be implicated in other crimes. So we'll just, we'll just let that be. But we are here once again for you. As the intro says, I am Chris. I am also Chris. And together we are the number one highest rated, most downloaded TN2M show on the entire Talk Nerdy to Me podcast network. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you, it ain't even close. But yeah. 
That's okay. Somebody, sure the shit. Somebody's got to carry the water for the rest of the people. That's that's us, man. That's our job. That is what we do. <laughs> uh, we're also the number one biggest merch mover. There's going to be a few people with our faces under their Christmas tree this year because so. because uh, we've moved some merch with th- with thanks to all these 35, 40% off sales. Number one biggest merch mover in the Talk Nerds Me podcast network. T public store also got something I'm, I'm going to send you a picture uh, tomorrow we got some new new promotional merch coming in tomorrow that I'm going to send you some pictures of okay. uh, should okay. be should be pretty good uh, but that is us We're setting records everywhere across the network we are they told us again today your favorite podcast whatever it is whatever favorite podcast you have in this world they emailed Mm -hmm. us today this very day and they said you are our favorite podcast we are your favorite podcast favorite podcast we are your friends with benefits baby Baby. I'm just going to let it play out. We got one more time playing this. I'm going to let it play. There it goes. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. And so that's right. You are also Chris. You're a goddamn genius. And <laughs> oh, I'm going to, I'm going to put funny. some more of these. I, I got to put some more uh, clips like that in there. Cause I got, I got some, but, um, I got I like that's going to be one of the other things I have to do while we're um while we're taking our little regular format break is I got to clean up the board uh cycle out some sounds cycle in some new ones and uh we'll be able to to have some fresh stuff uh when we come back it's going to be good it's going to be some good stuff and uh, I'm not getting rid of this one though Oh no! Why would you? Got got to keep that one in there. So, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be great. So yeah, I got to do a bunch of cleaning with that one and uh, with all the sounds and all that stuff. Clean up, clean some of them up, get rid of some that we don't use anymore. Cycle in some new ones. It's gonna be fun. So, um, gonna be good stuff. But uh, buddy, how are you? I haven't talked to you in a few days. Buddy, yeah, I know. When I sent you a text today, I realized we hadn't talked in like almost a week. I know and that's abnormal for us. It really is, because uh, yeah, you you sent a you sent one, and yeah, it was what, what day was it that you sent me the last one? Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday yeah, it had been well, and I mean, I think we had a couple brief conversations on Snapchat. Yeah, but um, no like full-blown conversations in almost a week which again is very abnormal for you and i yeah i think we both had like really busy like this week has been really like like like, late last week and early this week have been really busy for both of us yeah i i i had like bachelor party stuff over the course of like a few days and then um one of my friends came into town and he stayed with me and then had like all the actual wedding uh, 
I performed a wedding ceremony over the weekend, and uh, would you want to hear a funny story about that real quick? Uh, the answer is always. I forgot to tell the people to sit down. They all stood for half the <laughs> ceremony. I, I I look in the back like as we're doing the the vow exchange, and I just see like the um the photographer just standing there. She's like putting her hand like you know like kind of flapping it. I'm like what. Oh God! I never told them to sit down. It's <laughs> like, whoops. Yeah. So it's got to feel uh, good though. It was to, a funny to... moment though. It was it was a funny moment. So it kind of played out pretty well. So it's it got to be empowering um, to know that you've got that amount of control <laughs> over people. Where you're like, you will not sit down until I tell you to. Basically, you know, it's <laughs> it's a good feeling. Um, I have that power. But, but not like the overall wedding and everything was cool. It was a good time. And, uh, you know, I just like weekend was so busy. I just don't feel like I've been able to catch up on sleep yet. Like, I feel like it's going to be an early night for me. I feel like we're going to we're going to record and I'm just going to go to fucking bed. Yeah, you're going to be like, that's it for me. I'm going to be like, what do you think about See that? you later. And I'm going to hear. Bye. yeah i mean not that far (laughs) no it's uh that's it there he goes he's already gone (laughs) and you know what that means thanks for joining us 10 minutes (laughs) wow i've never thought i would hear you be like i'm gonna use a cornet quote Mm -hmm. wow Wow. It's, um, yeah, it's, and like one of the things, and I know you don't keep up with a lot of, uh, current pro wrestling, but like, even with everything going on with MJF, like he's still putting in punkisms into things too. Like when he won the world title or, uh, I know one point he was doing snow angels on the ramp. Yeah. <laughs> on uh that and um you know he did his his version of the media scrum which was him uh just talking for a couple minutes and at one point in time uh you know during punk's pipe bomb he said in this ring on that microphone even at commentary no one can touch me and mjf when he was doing his media scrum thing he said in that ring on this microphone no one can touch me and i was like and he said a couple other things too oh john moxley got jumped and he paraphrased the opening line from the pipe bomb where he was like john as you sit there hopefully in a lot of pain and i was like that's that's a pipe bomb line yeah that's that's a that's a quote Uh, end quote so um and when he finished his media scrum he did the cornet thing where he said thank you fuck you bye (laughs) Was he eating? Um, uh, no Wendy's, like, unfortunately. Yeah, like, like was he eating or like or like muffins or whatever the shit he was eating? Uh, no, no, or... he just came in with like, because uh, man, he like someone referred to MJF as like you know the second coming of Brian Pillman, and I'm like he's very much more of a. It's... Roddy Piper esque character. Yeah, that, that's than... a weird parallel to draw. 
Oh, I yeah, I don't think MJF's ever gonna, you know, whip out a fire, like you know, a handgun on camera. So. Uh, yeah, I doubt that very much. I just but, like yeah, the. I'm telling you, like I have saved. I have a folder in my gallery on my phone that's just called "useful," and it's just like, you know, pictures and short videos of like th- that I know that I use a lot for like in response to people sending me stuff. So it's like stuff I find funny that I'm like, I'm gonna come back and use this as a response to something. And like the number one thing that's pinned at the top of that gallery is from that media scrum where it says. I'm old, I'm tired, and I work with fucking children. And I'm like, every time somebody's like, hey, man, how's the podcast stuff going? That's what I always send. Because I'm like, yeah, like that's what it is. It's like you and me have it handled. And other than that, I'm old, I'm tired, and I work with fucking children. Basically. Yeah, so like that's like that's one of my most used replies back is, is I send that, and I'm just like, yeah, that, that's it. So I love that clip. It it makes me laugh. Um, oh, but I was thinking about it today, and I was like, "Man, like we've we've made it through so much." Like I was scrolling back through some of our episodes, and yeah. like I was scrolling back through, um, you know. Just any number of our 169 episodes nice. that we've done this year. And I'm like, man, we've done, we've had a lot. Like, we've had, uh, we've had a lot of jail mail. We've had, um, you know, we, we, we took a couple weeks off, uh, here and there, but, um, like you had the 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 massive LCTC uh creator special mm-hmm. um i mean we've had a lot which by the way look for that look for that exact same special <laughs> episode coming your way in 2023 yeah it's all right that's good um yeah like we've had a ton of of fun episodes and so i was looking back just to kind of like, you know, take a look back at, at the year that was for us. Uh, and I like I got to the set where I'm like, oh, yeah, this is where I got the Xbox. And so like I can see that. And then <laughs> and so like I was thinking back because I was like, if I had to pick. Like just a couple of things like that, that were real game changers for me that I got this year. Number one would be the Xbox for sure. Uh, that was like my uh, saying my return to video games is weird because like I have a PlayStation four that I played. Yeah. You know, but like I, th- there was a very obvious point where like, I really just didn't really care about playing games on it anymore. And it just kind of like my, my overall game playing just kind of, went way down. And so this was like my resurgence back into like with, with both feet, like into the world of video games. So it was a very important and um, like impactful purchase for me this year. Uh, It really did kind of um, 
Sure, because I'm looking over at my stand of games where now I have like I have 22 or 23 games now over here that I'm like, yep, like, mm-hmm. and I've I've played each and every one of those like a pretty good amount this year. So, uh, yeah, it uh, I'm, I still got to get you to play Road 96 if you haven't yet. Uh, but I know it's uh, it's it's on my list of um, games to excuse me to kind of look into after uh, Christmas. Cause I'm going to have, I always end up and you, you know what January is for me. Yeah. So, you know, I'm excited for it. It's coming up. It's coming up. Um, but yeah, so I'm looking at, why like... is it so much cheaper on Xbox than every other console? Because Xbox loves you. It's on game pass too. Or it was last time I looked, it was on game pass. So like, it's if you've got an Xbox, it's super accessible. But if you don't, then yeah, of course, I but, mean, I've got Game Pass, so yeah, I, I'm pretty like last time I looked, it was on Game Pass, but I I can't guarantee that it's still on there. But as of like no. a few weeks ago, it was on there, so I don't know. Um, yeah, for a physical copy, it's twelve dollars on PlayStation or on a uh, Series X. And twenty four. It's most expensive on PS four for some reason. That's weird. Yeah. PS four. That's odd. But yeah, it's fantastic. But yeah, I'm looking at like all the the list. So like that was a super uh, pivotal, impactful purchase that kind of changed the course of my year this year. So. Uh, that was a that was a big one. Uh, the other one I think was it's more recent, so I'm waiting for it to to pan out a little bit. But uh, the, th- okay. the the 3D printer that I got. Oh yeah, because uh, I've been toying around with that a little bit, and it's um, I'm I still have yet to harness its true potential. But uh, <laughs> I like the the playing around with it and kind of. Um, uh, figuring it all out. Basically, I, I bought enough material that everybody's getting a 3D print, printed butt plug for Christmas. So enjoy that. Don't um, you threaten me with <laughs> All the ends are uh, like some kind of special thing. Uh, like, uh, you know, everybody everybody's butt plug looks the same except for the, 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 the flared end. Like your flared end is an IPA, a bottle of an IPA. Um, so like everybody's is themed to theirs. Now you don't know if I'm kidding or not, because that's just, just believable enough that it could be true. Uh, so, uh, that, that's my kind of, I don't want to say stocking stuffer. It's a certain kind of stuffer, but it's not a stocking stuffer. Uh, but no, the, the, the 3d printer has, has, I need to use it more and that's going to be part of this like over the holidays I'm going to be able to use that more so that's going to be fun to kind of mess around with and and make a bunch of stuff but I feel like that's also kind of like it has unlocked an additional doorway in the 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 the, the story narrative of my 2023 so yeah uh, it'll be interesting to see what I what I do with it, but yeah, that uh, I think those are my big two. Yeah, so I, I, I've got three. Um, 
mostly the, the first one's kind of a, a joke kind of gag, but I think you'll, you'll appreciate it because you spent time in my apartment. I bought a second lamp for my living room. Oh, okay. Because it's so fucking dark in here all the time. Um, and so, you know, that's been kind of a game changer, getting a second second light in here. Uh, the second one, um, I bought my own, like, I bought my first custom suit. Um, everything, uh, the other suits I've had have just been kind of off the rack. But I got, you know, vest and pants and um, a shirt. Okay. And then, oh my god, I just had the third one in mind. What was it? Oh, yeah, the third one for me is I really kind of dove into it this year. So uh, I'm going to go with my record collection. All right. Yeah, I've picked up a lot of cool stuff and dug through and gotten some really cool shit. And then, um, you know, a lot of, like, soundtracks, a lot of, like, weird stuff. And then, um, you know, also honorable mention to the hacked Wii my cousin got for me. Oh, so. yeah. That's all. The, the, yeah. I I remember in college i was friends with a guy that had a hacked xbox mm-hmm. and so was i in college <laughs> and it was it was pretty amazing uh yeah he he was like yeah look at all these games like and he had like you know they put like the 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 custom drive in it that had like everything and i was just like up until that point, I knew that you could do it, but I didn't realize like how cool it could be. Kind of a game changer. Have I ever told you the uh, the the New Year's Eve story? No, I don't think so. Involving the hacked Xbox. So, guy's name was Jonas, and we were all getting together at his place for a New Year's Eve thing. There were probably I don't know, fifteen of us or so. So, you know, one TV in, like, the main room has, you know, Dick Clark's rocking New Year's Eve or whatever the fuck. And then um, the other room has this hacked Xbox, and someone discovers that it has Killer Instinct on it. Oh, that's it, then. That's over. So they would play, you win, uh, you lose, you pass off. Like, yeah. But if you win, you keep playing. I went, I know it was between 20 and 25 and ended up just setting the controller down because I was like, <laughs> I've beaten all of you multiple times. I've got nothing left to prove. And the crazy part was I never really had, like, I'd rented Killer Instinct once as a kid and that was it. Who was your character? Uh, I want to say it was the ice guy, but I'm not sure. I got to look at the Killer Instinct characters Always. now. Always the ice guy. I'm I'm a Sub Zero guy. People people have turned on Sub Zero people. Oh yeah. By the man. way, like it used to be like the, the 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 cool kids, no pun intended, and like those who like who knew what's up were were Sub Zero people, and now Sub Zero people get looked down on and called all sorts of names. And that makes me sad because I vividly remember, I vividly remember 
that uh, there was a month where the first time that we all heard about Mortal Kombat was there was a blurb in a in an issue of GamePro. And mm-hmm. we were all super excited. My buddy had a a birthday party and there was a an arcade in the main mall. I'm about to blow your mind with this. Uh, there were, the arcade was called Dream Machine. And you could, for a birthday party, what you could do is you could pay Dream Machine. And what they would do is they would let you stay there after hours and they would put everything on free play for however long, like you pay by the hour. And so the, like the cool kids would have their birthday parties at dream machine. And so we were going for one of my buddy's birthdays and it was like right when they put mortal Kombat in. And so we were all really excited and we were all like, you know, jazzed up from reading about this in game pro. And we were all like, I'm going to be the, the 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 fire guy and i'm gonna be the the lightning guy and i remember like from day one i was like there's a guy that freezes people that dude's that guy guy's my guy and so like from day one <laughs> i've been a sub-zero guy and now everybody's like oh well if you're a sub-zero guy you're just a cheap poser who you know he has a really good combo and and you know so you just you, you're either a button masher or you just have that one combo and you just spam that one combo. And I'm like, no, dude, like 1995, I was there in my buddy's driveway. We were friggin' 11 years old and we were like, I'm going to be the fire guy. I'm going to be the guy that shoots lightning bolts. Like, you know, old school, man. I'm not bitter about it still. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, Glacius was the Killer Instinct character. Ah, that's right. And yeah, man, that's what it was. And yeah, if you ever want to know, probably the nerdiest way I ever spent New Year's, it was that one. I don't know. That might be tied with the uh, time we all missed the ball drop because we were playing Mario Party Four, though. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty solid. Tough to beat a good Mario Party game, man. I still, uh, you know, there was that time where I was going back and forth where I was like, should I get the Switch to play the new Mario Party stuff and, like, enjoy the shit out of that? Or should I just buy a copy of the original Mario Party for Nintendo 64? (laughs) I have still done neither. But I'm now 99% leaning towards I'm just going to get that cartridge and hook it up to the 64 with the four controllers. Because I feel I would get on the Switch, I would get whatever Mario Party I could find, whatever Mario Kart I could find, and that would be about it. And I've already got Mario Kart 64, so I might as well just get Mario Party and be done. Save myself like two hundred and eighty dollars. <laughs> Mario, uh, we'll say the Mario Kart on Switch is pretty fucking rad, though. I keep seeing commercials for like they're adding new tracks, and I'm like, oh, it's tempting, but I'm not gonna do it. I just bought a 3D printer, so I better not, <laughs> unless I can 3D print myself a Switch. But I don't think that's gonna work. 
You could try. Yeah, I know there's like Switch game holders, but I'm not. I don't care about that. I I would want to print the entire system, and that's not going to work. Or you know what I could do instead is I could 3D print myself a gun and then go get a Switch for free. There it is. That's, that's the, the plan. That's the plan. That was like uh, when they announced all the new iPhones. This guy posted a picture on uh, it was Amazon shopping cart. And it was a uh, a ski mask and a gun, and he's like, "I can't believe the new iPhone's only forty nine dollars," because that was his <laughs> cart subtotal. And I was like, "That is pretty funny, like that. That's pretty funny. That is pretty, pretty, pretty good." He's like, "Can't believe," but he was like, "And and like I I I didn't want to um spoil it by being like, yeah, but if you steal it, the the serial number is going to be put on the." not sold list so you know you won't be able to actually activate i was like i'm not even going to do that because i'm just going to laugh i'm going to take this at face value and i'm going to laugh and move on so that's what i did but you know no those every everybody should have uh like a good suit you know a suit for um you know for for formal occasions that's a good purchase yeah, thank you, buddy. That's, I appreciate that. That's good. And and I feel like any time that you would want to buy a suit, it would you would not be able to get one off the rack. So uh, I don't say that as trying to insult you. I'm saying as uh, you're very tall. So uh, compared <laughs> nah, to a standard person, you're you're pretty tall. So uh, no, it's good that uh, that you have one of those. So no, it's good. It's good. Uh, I'm I'm the same way, but on the other end of the thing, I, I'll never, I will never forget, uh, getting the 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 suit for uh for being in uh, John's wedding, and like I'm I'm there, and I'm like I'm I'm I'm, you know, they they have everything picked out and all that stuff, and I'm like, yeah, okay, they're like they're sizing me up for everything, and they're like, do you want to just go down to kid sizes? And I was Ooh. like, and I said, I said, is there a price difference? And she's like, no. And I said, then we're staying in the adult section. I'll go down if, oh, that's going to be a bad, bad soundbite. I'm not even going to finish that soundbite. If there's a price difference. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'll go down if I save some money. But <laughs> if I got to pay the same we're not going to, because otherwise I'm going to get a shirt that's got a real, because that's the only difference on in the kids' sizes. Like when you go down to the first size that's in the kids' size, it's the same as an adult small, except for the collar is smaller. And it's like noticeably smaller. And so I'm like, I'm not really interested in that. So, because uh, they're like, yeah, like this will fit. Like this, this, this fits. Um, and it's fine. It's just if you want it to be a little bit, you know, slimmer around uh, the waist, we can go down to the, the 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 kids. And I was like, no, no, this is fine. So uh, I do remember that it was it was real funny. I can get because um, I'm still I'm still an adult small. So there are certain if there are certain um, patterns or certain colors for like hoodies or something uh, that I can get in a kid's extra large that is the same as an adult small. Huh. Uh, do you save any money? 
Usually you do, but here's the interesting thing. The if you buy a hoodie that's a kid's extra okay. extra large that is actually an it's the exact same sizing as an adult small, but there's one very key difference in a kid's hoodie and an adult hoodie. Okay. They do not have the drawstring around the hood. Oh. It's just like there isn't even a hole for it. It's just like it's just sewn over. So like they don't even cut the hole in it so you can't put a string in there. And I guess it's like a choking thing for kids. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. But I remember uh, the and the reason I know that is because I was putting together that uh, whatever it was like season one, whatever the shit it was, that arrow um the arsenal oh the speedy costume yeah not speedy yeah uh and the only like they they didn't make that shade of red in the just because they're like the first time the first couple times you see him it's like literally he's got a mask a uh like a just a regular like fruit of the loom hoodie whatever it is like in that like maroonish color and jeans and and all that and i was like shit yeah that's easy to put together uh, so trying to find that hoodie, they make the color in the kids sizes, but not, it's, it's much harder to find in the adult sizes. So I was like, yeah, shit, I'll just buy the kids size. And yeah, that was one of the first things I noticed is I'm like, it doesn't have the strings to pull on the hood. So hmm. jokes on me, but it was fine. I don't wear that anymore. It's somewhere. I still have it. Uh, it still fits obviously because I'm still an adult small, but don't wear it anymore. I could. Now it's just like a regular hoodie. So I could. Might as well. Yeah. Gotta it's dig just it. collecting dust otherwise. Gotta dig it up and find it. I don't know where it is. I got way too many. I found out that I got way too many hoodies. I was cleaning out my closet over the weekend and I'm like, I've got a ton of hoodies that I don't really wear. I wear like the same four over and over again. Yeah, I've got like two or three I have in an actual rotation. Yeah. So, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't know. So, man. I need to wash them. <laughs> like I, I, I need to do like, uh, but I don't dry any shirts I wear. Like anything, like even dress shirts and that kind of, well, dress shirts are a different story. I mostly get those dry cleaned. But like... Only, only like, you know, like the fancy dress shirts, like the polos and shit are going in the wash. Oh, yeah. Um, but like T-shirts and hoodies, I only wash and hang dry and hoodies take so fucking long to dry. You don't, you don't put them in the dryer? No, they hang, they, they shrink too much and I'm six and a half feet tall. I'm, I, uh. I have never, oh, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to curse myself. I have never had an article of clothing shrink in the dryer. Oh, I have. Ever. Really? How do you wash your clothes, though? In, like in the washing or in the dryer, like what, what, what settings do you use? Cold. Really, I I wash everything I have 
I just throw everything in. Like they they say, you know, um, like separate your your like the the certain colors and some stuff wash on cold, some stuff wash on hot. Oh yeah, everything and gets I, washed on cold and everything gets thrown in alone together. Dude, I wash everything I have on hot all the time. Real and your shirts don't shrink. Never once have had a shirt that shrinks. I put everything. That's surprising. Yeah, I put everything in hot, and then I in the dryer I put everything on high. Everything I don't like. I mix everything. Now there are some things where I'm like, if it specifically says, like I have certain sweaters that are like wash mm-hmm. cold. Like there are a couple. I I can count it on one hand. Like the specialty garments that I have that I, I'll wash separately. And then I have um I have a couple things. Oh my gosh. I gotta read you this tag. Uh I wish I had a picture of it because it it's downstairs. But it says like the tag is like do not wash, do not dry, spot clean only, do not dry clean, do not bleach, do not iron, do not th-. it has like fifteen lines of do not. And I'm like Jesus. I'm like so what I'm going to basically do is just wear this shit and never wash it is basically all I'm doing with this. All I have to do is just wear this on days that I'm not going to do a lot of physical activity. So I'm not going to sweat. That's pretty much what I'm doing with this. Um, but yeah, it, it, that, that's how I've always washed my stuff is I just throw everything in together. I wash it on hot and then I throw it in the dryer and I put it on high and I just come back for it. Hmm. That's interesting. And I've never had I've never had anything um I've never had where like I've dyed something a different like I've dyed something pink because I've put it in with, oh, with the red. That. Like n- that. I've never had that happen and I've never uh like I've never had anything shrink on me. I had a pair of uh, red cargo shorts that I put in with my uh, WWE CM Punk Best in the World shirt. Oh, no. And, yeah, it got oh. dyed pink. Oh. Yeah. Wow. No, I've never. That's interesting. That's an interesting. Hmm. Yeah, never had. Um, I guess I guess my problem is I've just never thought too much about laundry. I'm just like, oh, I'll just throw that shit in there. It'll be fine. And now I've had all the uh, the positive reinforcement of my negative behavior because I've just thrown that shit in there without really caring about it, and nothing's ever happened. So I'm like, eh, it's all fine. And I, I do find... When it comes up, as it often does when we talk about laundering habits, um, and I'm like, yeah, I just throw everything in there and I, I run everything on hot and throw everything in the dryer on high. People like have the same exact reaction that you do. They're like, they, 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 they look at me like I'm some kind of animal. <laughs> and, well, you, I mean, you know, in fairness, you're a goddamn savage, apparently. That, yeah, I guess that uh, I just I just throw everything in there, like, and I'm just like, yeah, I just wash everything on hot and and put everything on high, and they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, you don't separate out anything. No, you don't. You don't set everything like 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 colors and stuff around. No, you don't separate out like your these kind of shirts from from jeans and and the, no. 
It all just goes in until the load is full. That's it. That's it. See, the only reason that stuff gets divided up for me is I do, um, I have two different clothes hampers. I have uh-huh. one for like socks, underwear, undershirts, and towels. Like, and then I just have another one for like t shirts, shorts, and pants. Okay. Basically, anything that I'm normally taking off, like, almost kind of like anything that comes off in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, you know, undershirt, you know, uh, boxers. I don't know why, like, you know, socks just got thrown in there because it makes the most sense to clean. It's also, you know, that stuff I dry, like, and I don't dry my shirts. So. Yeah, that makes, like, when you, especially when you describe it like that, that makes sense. But. That was weird. But. That was a weird, weird side turn that we took talking about laundry. I never thought it was laundry it was the... would be on our 2022 bingo podcast, bingo <laughs> topics. Just under the wire. Yeah, just made it because it is still Christmas time. And, you know, everybody's out here talking about Christmas, like, like what you should be doing for Christmas time and Christmas movies to watch and stuff. But, you know that we have to put our own spin on that. Oh, yeah, babe. You know that we have to put our own FWB podcast spin on holiday movies to watch this season because we have to do Christmas horror, right? Oh, yeah, baby. All right. So before we get out of here, and uh, take a few weeks. Uh, I know we keep saying we, we, we will we will fully break down what our break is going to be for everybody after this. But we got to fit in your must sees for Christmas horror that we recommend. So I'll start. Uh, like, may I start with one? Oh, absolutely! Of course, of course. And I actually watched it uh, yesterday. So it's fresh in my mind. All right. I, number one, wholeheartedly recommend every single person watch Jack Frost. There it is. You know it's my number one. You know it's my number one. It is uh, the mutant killer snowman. The basic story is a serial killer who is by happenstance captured by a small town sheriff uh, is on his way to be executed and has a collision with a, I always used to say it was like a toxic waste truck, but it's not, it's like a, it's, it's, it's like a, like a chemical, is a weird chemical truck and so it bonds with him and he becomes a mutant killer snowman bent on revenge of this small town sheriff and it is full of christmas puns it is a horror comedy uh 
he's got a bunch of one-liners that are hilarious, uh, mostly with how bad they are. It's from 1997, so it's, you know, late 90s, that edgy attitude that, you know, Jerry Springer was was popular, and the attitude era was was just going. So, like, you know the kind of tone this is going to have. Uh, I will give you, I'll give you one that, uh, this one's for free. Uh, so Shannon Elizabeth is in it like pre American pie and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. so there's a scene where, cause they, they find out that the, 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 the killer's name, by the way, is Jack Frost in the movie, which is, of course it is. And that, so they, they find out that he can, not only is he a snowman, but he can manipulate the, the water crystals so he can like melt himself down into a puddle, go under doors or through windows or whatever, and then re become a snowman on the other side. So, uh, he has, he has a run in with Shannon Elizabeth and at the end of it, uh, he literally uses the line. Well, I guess Christmas came early. Uh, because, because, you know, he's got his, uh, his, his, uh, carrot nose that as he meets Shannon Elizabeth, it becomes not his nose for a minute. Uh, yep. And, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, then he used, he, he kind of chuckles and he says, it looks like Christmas came early and I was equal parts entertained and also horrified uh, with that. So Jack Frost, my number one, easy, easy recommendation. All right. So my first one uh, is one I actually purchased and watched today. Starring your boy, Bill Goldberg. Santa's sleigh. I love the fact that they are like, you know who should play bulked up Santa? Bill Jewish man Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. Known Jewish wrestler. I love it. It's it is it is absolutely one of those so bad it's good Christmas horror movies. Yeah, and has a like strangely kind of like star-studded cast at the beginning for that weird opening scene. Yeah, it doesn't uh, really fit, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, like Fran Drescher, Chris C- Chris Kattan, Um, I think is that James Caan as well. I believe you are correct. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good one. That. Yeah, I mean it's. And I mean, don't get me wrong, the movie's not good, but it's fun. It's it's dumb fun, which is all you can want from a movie about Santa actually being a bad guy and being forced to, to go out and give gifts for a thousand years. I feel like that would kind of be punishment. Yeah, it would be. If you're like, you gotta go all the way around the world giving a bunch of presents to a bunch of booger eaters. Who are not going to be super appreciative. They're going to just be expecting that Santa's going to bring them stuff. And 
you know, you gotta you gotta oversee your your elf sweatshop. Gosh, that would be that would be a punishment. Oh yeah, it absolutely fucking would be. That would be yeah, I don't know about all that. Uh <laughs> I don't think yeah, I don't think I could do that. Um have you I want to uh I want to bring up a classic, if I may. Okay. I'm listening. I don't I, I'm I'm pretty sure you've seen it, but I I don't we've never talked about it, so I don't know if you have or not. The classic Silent Night, Deadly Night. Oh yeah. Okay. I, I, I know that like we we've briefly touched on it, but I don't ever remember if you've seen it or if you haven't seen it. I know there's like five of them, but the first one is where it's at. And I love the first one so much that I bought the, uh, I backed the Kickstarter board game for. Nice. And dude, it is like, my, my favorite part about it is it's so true to the movie but it's also so easy to play. Like the rules are so simple that it takes not even five minutes to explain how to play start to finish. And then you can play a game. Holy shit. Like it's so easy. I was explaining to, uh, to Scott cause Scott was here and I had just gotten it in like the day before or a couple of days before it. So I was, I was going through it and the, the book is like the instruction book is like eight pages. It's so short, but it's so perfect. And I'm, so I'm reading through it and I'm like, gosh, this game is so easy to learn how to play. Like there's a, there's a good amount of strategy in it. Uh, so the games are not like, like you you can you can make the games as long as you need to but yeah like it's super easy to read the rules and like understand how to play it's a very very simple game mechanic but it's so true to the 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 spirit of the movie that it's it's perfect like they they get it it's very much like the uh, a very very simple like the 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 theming and stuff of the they live game that's like spot on with the movie this is like that with with Silent Night Deadly Night Well fuck yeah we need to check that out sometime then Yes uh we definitely need to play it uh and like I I liked the way that that game turned out so much that they did a My Bloody Valentine game that I also backed um so we'll play that also. And then next year, the next one they're doing is based on uh, Halloween 2. So that is fucking awesome. Yeah, like they're doing all these like, not obscure, but like these niche horror movie board games. And like they do a really good job on them and they they treat them with like the uh, the... Harry Warden piece for My Bloody Valentine, like you, you push it and he's got a little headlight that lights up. Uh, cause you know, he's in the full minor gear, so it's pretty awesome. 
So they, yeah, they're doing a really, really good job. So, um, yeah, when I see you again, I'll show you the, uh, the silent night, deadly night game. And you're going to be like, this is awesome. We, we need to play and we will works for me. We'll have some drinks and we'll um, play. It'll be great. So the OG silent night, deadly night. Well, yeah. I'm going to throw in, uh, one of my favorites and it is the direct to video sequel. That's just called Silent Night. Yes. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but I mother fucking love it. Is it the uh, so ch- the Malcolm McDowell one? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, love it, love it. Yes, it is. It is. It's one of those things where like you're not gonna recognize a ton of people in it, but like holy shit, it's still really fun. Yeah, it's and it's a good one. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's a good one, and I mean, it has everything you want from a B movie. Like plenty of violence, plenty of gore, a decent amount of humor. Yeah, and you know, one of your favorite things to see in movies. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know. You know. Whoa, what, what do people say? If you know, you know. Uh, there's one. I'm trying to get the name of one exactly because I. Yeah, okay. Um, I, I really, really wanted to put, uh, I really wanted to uh, once again sing the praises of Jaws the Revenge. But because <laughs> technically it takes place at Christmas time. So technically I probably could, but I'm not gonna but? I'm not gonna. Um Okay. I'm going to uh I'm gonna shock you with one that you I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's I stumbled upon it a couple years ago and it's it's one of these where it's like it's dumb fun like you go in with low expectations and you're going to be like wow like that was actually better than I thought it was going to be okay it is called once upon a time at christmas Gotta look this up. It's from 2017. It's uh, a serial killer couple dressed as Santa and Mrs. Claus. And uh, they are in a small town and they are kind of, you know, running amok. And um, it's about a cop who's trying to stop them. And honestly, like, I was expecting it to be pretty terrible and it was not bad it was it was decently fun and uh it uh is it worth five dollars i know it's free on tubi but if i want to watch it without commercials is it worth five dollars uh i'll tell you what 
If okay. you if you decide that you're going to pay $5 for it, if you watch it and you really don't like it, I will get you the $5 <laughs> back. Like, I would cover your $5 back if you didn't like it. All right. Then that's why I appreciate you, buddy. And apparently, I'm just learning this now, but apparently, two years later, there was a sequel called The Nights Before Christmas that is a se- that's a direct sequel. And so <clears throat> now... I know what I'm going to be watching tomorrow. I'm going to find it and I'm going to watch it tomorrow. Because, yeah, had no idea there was a sequel. You can watch it on Crackle. What the shit is Crackle? Is that still a fucking thing? I don't know. You can watch it on Crackle. Oh, does is is it on Peacock? I'll just watch it on Peacock. Let me see. Because if it's on Peacock, I'm just gonna do that. I have the app on my phone. I'll just look it up. Uh, because I have no real interest in. Nights before Christmas. Come on. Please Let's have the see. original on Peacock as well. Oh, it, okay. So the sequel is on Peacock. So that's how I'm going to watch it. Okay. Uh, okay. First one looks like it's only on that whatever the hell Freebie is. It, it's on Tubi as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, it says watch on free. Yeah, Freebie and Tubi. You can, yeah, you can rent it for four bucks on Prime Video, but... If I do that, I'd probably just it's a it's yeah. a dollar more to just buy it. That way, yeah. if it's good, I've got it and don't have to pay four bucks again next year. That's very true. Yeah, I'm probably just gonna roll the dice with it. You, yeah, if you, if you hate it, you just tell me. I'll Venmo you back the five bucks. <laughs> I can't. I can't I, let you take that risk without a safety net. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I got two more and one's a controversial pick. All right. You ready for the controversial one? Let's do it. In a very bold statement, I will say, I think this is better than the original. The 2006 Black Christmas remake. Um, I will go on record as to say that I don't really like, I don't really like any of the Black Christmas movies. Because didn't, didn't they do another one? Is that so the, they did the 74 one, they did the 06 yeah. one, then there's a movie from 2019 yeah. that's called Black Christmas that has nothing to do with the actual premise of Black Christmas. That's the, that, is that the toxic masculinity one? That's the toxic toxic masculinity, toxic yeah. masculinity one. That one can eat shit and die. Uh, we're not even going to talk about that one. Uh, yeah, I just... Fuck that movie. The, the 70s one goes too slow for me. The 06 one is, it's, it's better. I I agree with you. I think it's better. It's, it's, I don't know if the word it's too polished for me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Uh, it, it, It is very slick and polished and it was in that like 
post scream, but like we're into the, the it was in that the early OOS remake time. Yeah, and it was in that weird point where all the horror movies had to have this like weird neon tint to everything. Yeah, they all had the same soundtrack. They all had like at least one yeah. Linkin Park song on their soundtracks for some reason. And yeah, yeah. I don't know. A lot of Hooba Stank. A lot uh, of Hooba Stank. Yeah. Whatever happened to no, that? I'll actually de- I'll, I'll defend the first Hooba Stank album. Whatever happened to Hooba Stank? Uh, no joke, in probably the craziest lineup for a tour I've ever seen, it was, um, I think they were headlining. It was Everclear, Living Color, and Hoobastank. Wow. I remember I was looking at buying tickets for something and like, uh, they'd rescheduled some show. Oh, it was when I was looking at Third Eye Blind and Taking Back Sunday tickets last year or earlier this year or something. And, um, yeah, I saw that tour lineup and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, none of them are the same genre of music. <laughs> yeah, they actually, uh, like, they... Uh, I'm on their Twitter page right now and like they're touring and I have no idea who any of these other people are. Uh, They've got one where they're in Indonesia. Weird. And they are, they're touring with it's Hoobastank Simple Plan and the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus are your headliners. And then a bunch of people I've never heard of are your undercard. Is it a festival? It's Everblast Festival. Everblast Festival? Yeah, whatever right. that shit is. Yeah, it's Indonesia. Uh, and then they're in Japan. Uh, I, I don't know when because the entire poster is in Japanese, so I don't know about that. Uh, they've got. Yeah, a, I've never even heard of any of these other <laughs> bands. Uh, they've got uh, in May in Las Vegas. They're doing uh, it's System of a Down, Corn, Deftones, Incubus, Evanescence, oh, that's that Papa Roach. New World Festival. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's got like. If that was a three-day festival, instead of cramming all that bullshit into one day, I'd be going to Vegas for it. Yeah, like, is is everybody just There's playing... so many bands I want to see there, but, like... Everybody's playing, like, one song. Yeah, it's four <laughs> stages, so you're already going to have to divide up all your time. Ugh. All of it. And, you know, like, there's... Pl- First off, how do you have a... And, uh, Okay, my my last pick's Anna and the Apocalypse. There, the <laughs> zombie uh, Christmas musical. But you know, now I've I've got to do my whole thing. <laughs> a few points about that. A few points about this whole sick new world thing, and then we can sign off or whatever. And we're gonna go over time because now now I've, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go. Um, how do you have a like new metal revival reunion tour, and Limp Biscuits not part of it? 
That's like, true. That's not my fanboy aspect of it. Like, that's you have corn, you have system of a down, you have slipknot, like you have POD on here. You, you yeah, you have the other like. Well, I mean, the, the, you have three of the four big names. Oh, well, and I guess Lincoln Park's not there either. Yeah. But like, you you have most of the biggest names in new metal, and Limp Biscuits not there. I mean, I know most of the. I know I don't know. I don't know if I want to say most, but I know a lot of these bands, and that's that's yeah. from me. Like I know, yeah. I know a lot of them, and like, sorry, I'm gonna pull up the actual like band list now. K KMFDM, I've heard of them. I've heard of Cold KMFDM Chamber. Would be fucking sick, and like, that's the other thing is there are so many fucking good bands. The fucking Melvins are playing this tour <sighs> for this show. Yeah, I see like, it right there. Like, you have so many fucking sick and awesome bands playing that you're going to get to see play for 20 minutes. Yeah, if you're lucky. And, you know, like, at some point, like, cool, I'd love to see Mr. Bungle, KMFDM, like, Killing Joke, Seven Dust, Kitty, Alien Ant Farm. Like, a, there's a shit ton of bands on this tour that I've never seen before that would be awesome. But it, it's what you said. Like, I don't want to go see them play for, like, 20 to 25 minutes. Like... That Ohio is for lovers show I went to. It was fantastic. I plan on going back again next year, but at the same time, like I completely, I basically stayed my ass on one stage the entire day. I ran after, um, like newfound glory finished and I sprinted to the main stage to catch like three descendants songs. And, that was like the only time like uh, you know they had three stages they had like the big main stage at Riverbend then they have like that offshoot that's actually like you know a smaller amphitheater and then they had like basically you know a setup stage for all like the smaller smaller bands but I, you know most of the bands I wanted to play were on one stage and I was like I'll sit through the two bands I don't really care about to see them play like Silverstein had never really heard them before they were still fucking sick though so like I just hate this like huge idea of one day big festivals like looking at the sick new world lineup that is easily three days easily yeah there's a lot like that that poster reminds me of the the first poster for the expendables where the entire poster is just people's names and that's like what that yeah. looks like. And when you say, yeah, it's a one day festival, like that's going to be kind of miserable. Yeah. And it's the like, and uh, correction, I guess Slipknot's not playing. So like, cool. But at the same time, like I would much rather see corn or Defta. Like, I don't give a fuck about system of a down. I never have. They've only put out like five albums and two of them are good. Um, I don't see how, like, in 2022, they are still this super fucking popular band. But yeah, I don't know. That's that, that's a complaint for another day. But like, I and like, there's just you. You can talk for a minute. I'm going to count this up real quick because right. I have to figure this out. All right, he's going to count these up. Yeah, this it's a a lot of bands and it's not a genre that i know much about but i know a good portion of those bands so 
trying to cram all of that into one day is kind of a mistake in my opinion if you because you're, you're there's no way you're gonna get to see everybody that you want to see and that's 53 53 in a day that's just 53 bands in one day that's just that's it, that's like if you had a like a one-day convention and you have 40 people that you want to see like you're not gonna be able to wait in line and see everybody so you're gonna have to make choices and that's a problem that's when you start making people make choices like that that's a problem Comparatively, Ohio is for Lovers was the largest lineup they had for that festival for the entire day. Or for they did three shows. It was the largest lineup they had across the three shows they did because they did Ohio, Colorado, and I want to say I can't remember where the other one was. It doesn't fucking matter. But it was there are twenty five bands that played. Twenty five. That seems much more manageable. Yeah, it's still a lot, but it's more manageable. I don't know. That's yeah, uh, all right. We're gonna have to do a. Uh, you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to dust off the the old segment. Explain it to me. And you're gonna have to. Okay, you're I'm gonna have, for that. You're gonna have to do a new metal. Explain it to me. Don't you throw at me? We can't have another topic that day. <laughs> no, that would be like a one. That'd be a one-topic show. It would. It would have to be. So, uh, start prepping, and after after the break, we'll uh, we'll we'll work that one in. So, all right. Because I'm unfortunately, a, I'm, a, I'm actually like I'm gonna get some like hardcore prep into this. Yeah, do it. Like like get get some prep because unfortunately, that one's for real. Uh, we are way out of time. Yeah, way out of time. So uh, I know we keep saying we're going to go on break. We're going to have episodes for you. There's going to sound a little bit different for a few weeks because we're going to be bringing in some guest hosts. We're going to be, um, you know, you'll have episodes where it'll be one of us, but not the other, and then the other, but not one of us. So like, you're going to have uh, some different voices. We're going to cycle in some people. Uh, it's going to be fun. We're probably not going to do live shows for the next few weeks, um, but they'll be posted Wednesday mornings like normal. Um, if you missed the December newsletter that went out earlier this week with an exclusive episode in it that you will not hear anywhere else, you can go to our website, tn2mshows.com, and you can sign up for the January newsletter because if you sign up now, you'll you'll be locked in for the January edition where you will get another exclusive episode. And we're going to pick a newsletter subscriber to win a pair of tickets to Vet City Con in March. So sign up for that. We're going to be making posts about that. If you go to TN2MShows.com, just the main page, and you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you'll see the form that says Keep in Touch. You fill out your name, you fill out your email address, hit it, you're entered to win. It's just that easy. So make sure to do that. Uh, I We made a post. It was funny. Uh, we made like four. This is what I don't understand about people. This is what makes me laugh about people. Is okay. So made like several posts. Like we, we put the website up to start 
and said, sign up for the newsletter. You'll get exclusive stuff. You'll get like, you know, we'll put, you know, tour dates, all that stuff. Cause we already have 2023 dates, uh, for shows. Uh, so, you know, you can find out there through the newsletter, uh, exclusive stuff and episodes. So we had a bunch of people sign up, which was great. And okay. so leading up to the, the, the newsletter in December kept posting, Hey, if you don't want to miss out on this episode, sign up for the newsletter, sign up for the newsletter, Sign up. don't miss, don't miss. And then, so the newsletter went out Monday at like two o'clock or whatever it was central time. And so then the post was, we just sent it out. If you missed it, you can sign up now and you'll be good to go for the next one. And then like a bunch of people signed up after that. And I'm like, <laughs> we posted like five times leading up to that newsletter going out. Like, Hey, it's coming. Don't miss out. Don't miss out. And then they did anyway. And then as soon as it was over and where we were like, Hey, we sent one. So if you didn't sign up yet, you missed it. Then a bunch of people signed up. So we had a bunch more people sign up. And actually it was funny. Like we have a number of people that are on the list. That number, half of that signed up after the fact, like an additional half signed up after we sent the first one out. So now the email list is half as like 1.5 times what it was before those those people all missed out on the first bonus episode but they'll be they'll be in the running for the next one they'll definitely get the next one and now they're in the running for the vet city con tickets because we got a pair that will be going in our january newsletter so make sure you sign up for that um you can find out all of that information plus a full up-to-date listing of our live dates with more news to come about that very soon at tn2mshows.com. Yeah. Join in the conversation. Hashtag FWB Padcast. Padcast. Podcast. Hashtag FWB Podcast. On all your socials, use it wherever. We don't give a shit. Just no Truth Social or Parlor, please. Yeah, please don't. Uh, <laughs> almost no Twitter at this point. Getting there. We're getting um, there. But yeah, until then, we'll talk to you all in a bit. In a bit, in some way, shape, or form. We'll both be talking to you over the next few weeks. Uh, have a good holiday, whatever you whatever you um, celebrate and celebrate it safely with and happily with people you love. And until then, uh, stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. We'll be back in a few weeks. We love most of you. Thank you for being our friends. Seriously, watch Anna and the Apocalypse. It really is fantastic with benefits. <laughs> <laughs>